Uh, as you can imagine, it's been an uh, <clears throat> interesting couple weeks here at Fuquay House. Honey, can you do this? Honey, can you get that? Honey, will you do this? <laughs> but hey, I'm happy to serve, right? <laughs> you got to say all the right things. Be turning your Bibles to Philippians chapter 3. Philippians chapter 3 will be there in a moment. Today's one of those days where I'm going to preach for a while and then you're going to break up in a group with people that you're seated around right now. So uh, hopefully you chose well uh, <laughs> of who, uh, who, you're, who will be in your group. But uh, uh, it, uh, th- this is a, uh, a sermon to get your mind going a little bit and get your, uh, your thoughts going and then to be able to share with others around you uh, some of those thoughts. So hopefully it will be helpful. It's entitled 2020 Clear Vision. Uh, you know, most of us uh, know the difference between clear vision and unclear vision, right? Uh, I, uh, years ago, uh, began to not be able to read my Bible well uh, when I was preaching. And uh, for years, I, uh, I hung on, I hung on, I hung on. And then I finally accepted the fact that I needed to get reading glasses. And, uh, you know, I didn't want to, felt like a librarian up here, uh, but, uh, you know, I needed to do that. And it is amazing the difference between clear vision and unclear vision in our life. Uh, you know, oftentimes in life we feel like, I've got a clear vision of what's going to happen. You ever had a time like that? I think I know what's going to happen. I've got clear vision. Other times in our lives we have very unclear vision. You know, it's like, well, I'm just not quite 100% sure what's out there. And, you know, for me in the next week or month or year or years or, or whatever. Uh, you know, we're at the beginning of a, of a year, beginning of a new decade. Uh, the whole idea of uh, New Year's resolutions is an interesting thought. How many of you do resolutions? New Year's resolutions? Some of you do. Some of you don't. According to Google, 65% of Americans make New Year's resolutions. So, you know, if you do, you're among the 65. If not, uh, you're not. You know what the four most popular New Year's resolutions are? Number one, exercise. Number two, save money. Number three, eat healthier. Number four, lose weight. Okay, now here's here here's where some things start coming into uh, into focus. Here, speaking of clear vision. There's an 80% failure rate of people who make a New Year's resolution. Eight out of ten. January 12th is the day that most people say, ah, bag it. (laughs) Pass the Cheetos. I'm on the go. <laughs> That's pretty amazing. January 12th. So today's what? Uh, you know, the uh, 
the fifth, so you got uh, a few more days here to say on your resolution, and then you can trash the whole thing. Don't save money, eat what you want, and get fat, you know, <laughs> and, and, uh, in 2020. But uh, I do want to bring up, the, so this idea of the new year and how we look at the new year and all that, I want to give you two passages of Scripture here that seem to say the exact opposite thing. And I want to make us understand, help us understand, this is not an either or, but really both of these need to be involved in the new year. Philippians chapter 3, verse 12. You there? Philippians 3. I told you Philippians 3. Did you not listen? Evidently not. Philippians 3. We're going to begin reading verse 12. This is the Apostle Paul, and he's talking about himself, and he's talking about how he hasn't quite uh, you know, lived up to everything uh, that he thought in our life. And we can relate with that, right? He says, not that I have already obtained all this or have already been made perfect, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. Brothers, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it. But one thing I do, okay, here's the thing he says is my main thought. Forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. So he says, the one thing I Think about is what? Forget what's behind. Okay, now look over to Hebrews chapter 10. So the number one thing he says is to forget what's behind. In Hebrews chapter 10, the Hebrew writer is trying to encourage people that have gone through a hard time in their faith for them to stay faithful, to stay with God. And in verse 32, he says, Remember those earlier days after you had received the light when you stood your ground in the great contest in the face of suffering. Some of, sometimes you were publicly exposed to insult and persecution. He goes out there and he talks about a number of things that they lived through and gone through in their life. He says, so don't throw away your confidence in verse 35. It will be richly rewarded. You need to persevere. And so that after you've done the will of God, you'll receive what has been promised. So the Hebrew writer says the exact opposite. Right? Paul says, forget what's behind. What's the Hebrew writer say? Remember the past and remember those times in your life. Here is a passage of these two passages. It's not either or. It's both. Both of these things are very important if we're going to live a healthy life. Spiritually. We've got to remember the past and we also have to forget the past, moving on from the past. This is basically saying forget the things in your past that are the negative of your life. Everyone in here has a moment in your life where you feel like, man, I just seem like I'm haunted or I keep going through this same thing in my life. Right? All of us can relate with that. Of some things that have happened in our past. And it seems to stay in our mind way more than we want it to. Right? It's the negative. The good things, unfortunately sometimes we have a tendency to think, well, yeah, that was good, it happened. But we don't emphasize that. Let me give you a Martyism. Emphasize the positive. Minimize the negative. 
We all have positive and negative in our life. Nobody has all positive. We have a tendency to look at that other person. Whoa! Why does anything that bad ever happen to them? Well, things bad happen to everybody. We just have a tendency to focus on ours and maybe not even be aware of the things that happen in other people's lives. We don't even notice. You know, it's, it's, it's their life. It's not our life, if you know what I mean. But in our life, we have a tendency, instead of emphasizing the positive and minimizing the negative, is doing the exact opposite. We have a tendency to emphasize the negative and minimize the positive. A healthy, balanced spiritual life in life in whole is learning to balance those things. Right. Learn from the things of the past that maybe weren't negative to not make those same mistakes again. You know, be creative. Make a new mistake. (laughs) We're making the same dumb mistake. If you understand what I'm saying. But it's it's just a it's a thing of balance in life. If you want to live a balanced life, you gotta minimize the negative. You say, well, my dad said this. My mom didn't do that. My coach said, you know, and, and oh my gosh, stop it, stop it, stop it. You're talking about things that happened 5, 10, 20, 40 years ago in your life. Yeah. person who said that's debtor than Julius Caesar. I mean, come on, move on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You've got to minimize the negative. Emphasize the positive of the things that go on around you and the things that you're involved with. And, and I think if you'll, if you'll do that, if you'll sort of get that mindset, you'll find that your life is happier. Yeah. It's not that bad things won't happen in your life. Bad things will happen in your life. But they won't be the thing you focus on. They won't be the thing that seem to define your life. The things that define your life are the positive because you will them to be that. You decide them to be that. You minimize the negative, emphasize the positive. Okay, now, what I want to do here is I want to give you three possible New Year's thoughts. Okay? New Year's thoughts for getting your life where it needs to be spiritually or keeping it where it needs to be spiritually. These are are very short little things. But there are things that I think if between all of us, one of these surely is going to have an impact on your life. You know what, before I get to the three, let me give you this. It's the first of the year. If you have never read through the Bible in a year, start now. You're only four days in right now. Okay, you're only four days behind. You can catch up real quick. And, and what, there are umpteen, jillion different uh, plans of how to do that on the internet. Just say, read through the Bible in a year, and it's going to give you way more information than you want. You can start at Genesis and read all the way through to Revelation if you want to. Amen. I've done that a number of different times. Sometimes you do Old Testament, New Testament, and some sort of blending of those things in all kinds of different ways. But if you've never read through the Bible in a year, I would challenge you, encourage you, beg you to do it. If nothing else, if someone ever asks you, have you read every word of the Bible? You can say, yeah. I have. I put my head down and I got through Leviticus. <laughs> okay? <laughs> and, and you're going to have to do that if you're going to read through the Bible. There's going to be some days where you say, what did I get out of that? Uh, I got out of that that I made this decision and I'm not a quitter. Amen. Uh, that's what I got out of that today. Uh, but there's going to be other days you'll read and you'll think, wow, that's really wonderful. I never knew that was there. 
I, I, I didn't connect the tissue there of, of the stories and, and all those kind of things that can happen in the Old Testament and all that. So if you haven't done that, another thing is to say, hey, you know what? In, in 2020, I want to help someone become a Christian. Yeah. I want to be a part of the process of someone. Maybe to invite them, maybe to say the Bible with them, maybe just to be a good friend of them while they're going through the process of learning what they need to do to become a Christian. I want to help someone become a Christian. And, and the other th- the, I wrote down three things here that, of this, you know, might be ideas for everybody. Is be a good example of a Christian. You don't have to be the best Christian. Just be a good example of a good one. You know, we're not, it's not really a contest. Who can be the best? Just try to be a good one yourself. Amen. If you understand what I'm saying. Okay, now these three things though, are, are things that I think, in every one of our lives, it, 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 maybe these things will, will click something for you. Of, of Okay, I want a theme for my life. The theme for the region is led by the Spirit. Yeah. But sometimes it's good to have an individual theme. Uh, yeah, I know. Yesterday, the the, uh, the guy, uh, the quarterback for the Houston uh, uh, Houston Texans, uh, Deshaun Washington, Deshaun Washington, awesome guy, won the game, and and he sent a text out to the whole team. Anybody catch that? What was it, Rob? I can't remember. Was it uh, "Be Great" or something? Uh, yeah, I mean, it was like two words. Be really good. I don't know. Don't you guys watch football? What's wrong with you? It's football season. Come on. No, it, it, it was such a great thing of leadership. He just he sends his text out to the whole team. It's like three words. It says, uh, "Do something great," or you know, it was it was very very simple like that. Google it. Look it up. Some of you already have. You've already Googled it, and, and you already know I, I'm wrong on on, on the, the exact wording. But but it was it was such a great thing. And sometimes we just need something sort of simple. Okay? To give us a thought in our life. And, and here are going to be the three. The bottom line, the mission, and, a, and the disciple of, of Jesus. So here they are. The bottom line, the mission, the disciple of Jesus. These three things. As simple concepts that you want to be the theme of the, of the year for you. The bottom line. The mission. The disciple of Jesus. All these are going to have... One scripture, actually the middle one has two, but uh, one scripture that, that can be sort of the scripture you read every day. You know, the mission, the bottom line, the disciple of Jesus. Let's do the bottom line. Matthew 22, verse 34. Okay, this is, this is a theme for the year that you can say, hey, I think I can do that. I think that could be my year. Matthew 22. And verse 34. This is the bottom line. Hearing that Jesus had silenced the Sadducees, the Pharisees got together. One of them, an expert in the law, tested him with this question. Teacher, what is the greatest commandment in the law? Many of you know exactly where this is going, don't you? Jesus replied, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor and yourself. Uh, and he says, uh, and all the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. The bottom line. The bottom line is love God, love people. That can, that's, that's a great theme for the year for somebody. That could be your theme for 2020. What's your theme? What's your major thought for 2020? The bottom line. Love God, love people. Every day you read Matthew 22, 37 through 40. 
Takes you 15 seconds to read it. Set your mind. What's my theme for today? Love God, love people. You understand what I'm saying here? Yeah. With this, okay, what, what, what's going to be your theme for the year? What's going to be your idea for the year? I'm not talking about a New Year's resolution, about losing weight and something like that. I'm talking about what, what, what do you want as your primary thought? Love God, love people. The bottom line. Okay? Number two, the mission. Look over at Luke 19, verse 10. Or Luke 19, verse 1. And uh, we'll get down to 10. <clears throat> the mission. Jesus often says, I came to do this or that. In this passage, uh, he, he says that. Jesus entered Jericho. And as He was passing through, a man was there with the name of Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and was wealthy. He wanted to see who Jesus was, but being a short man... He could not. I always love it when the when the scriptures throw in just a little bit of information about people, and you know, hey, they were short people in Jesus' day. You know, that's just you know, that's important to know. I guess uh, you know, I've never been a tall guy. Uh, you know, I've told you before. You know, the the question about Marty growing up was, what happened to Marty? Uh, you know, all the Fuquay men are tall, uh, except me. You know, so. what happened to Marty? Well, I don't know. Come on, bro. Uh, <laughs> But he was a short man, uh, and he couldn't see Jesus. So, so he ran ahead and climbed the sycamore fig tree to see him, since Jesus was coming that way. When Jesus reached the spot, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, I bet that was a moment. Zacchaeus, his heart went through his throat. How, did, how does he know my name? Zacchaeus came come down immediately. I must stay at your home today. I think he's off I made a bed. Uh, so he came down at once and he welcomed him gladly. All the people saw this and began to mutter, he's going to be the guest of a sinner. But Zacchaeus stood up and said uh, to the Lord, Lord, uh, here and now I give half my possessions to the poor and if I've cheated anybody out of anything, I'll pay back four times the amount. Jesus said to him, today salvation has come to this house because this man too is the son of Abraham. For the son of man came to seek and to save what is lost. The mission. Jesus says, I came to seek and to save the lost. Now this one has two scriptures. But look back to Matthew 20. And I wanted to give this one two because I, I just couldn't leave one of them out. Uh, because these two things are so important uh, to, the, to the life and ministry of Jesus and the mission of Jesus. As, you know, I came to seek and save the lost. And then you have this whole story in Matthew 20 where... James and John's mother comes and says, hey, I want you to do for my sons whatever I ask you. They have this whole big fight. And, and, uh, and then it says in verse 24, when the ten heard about this, they were indignant with the two brothers. Jesus called them together and said, you know that the rulers of the Gentiles lorded over them and their high officials exercised authority over them. Not so with you. Instead, whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant, and whoever wants to be first must be your slave. Just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve, and to, make his, and to give His life a ransom for many. So number one is the bottom line. Number two here is the mission. And I gave you two here, not just one. But the mission. Jesus' mission. Seek and save the lost. Serve, not be served. That can be the theme every day of, 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 of 2020. Jesus' mission, my mission, seek and save the lost, serve, 
not be served. It's simple. It's clean. It doesn't need a bunch of explanation, does it? You know, before you leave the house, what's today going to be about in my life? The mission. Seek and save the lost. Serve. Not be served. Number three. The disciple of Jesus. Luke 9, verse 23. The bottom line, the mission, the disciple. Choose one of the three. Make up one of your own. These are three that I thought of that were just awesome. Luke 9, 23. Then He said to them all, If anyone would come after Me, he must deny himself. Take up his cross daily and follow Me. The disciple. What's 2020 about in your life? The disciple. Deny yourself. Take up your cross and follow Jesus. It's just something that sets your thought. Okay, what, what, what do I need to get done today? I need to be a disciple today. Deny myself. Take up my cross today and follow Jesus. These are three ideas. Like I said, if, 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 if you want to come up with your own, you're, you've got a creative bone in your body, amen, knock yourself out. I'm not saying these are the only three. I'm not even saying they're the best three. But they're three that, that came to my mind. Okay, if, if I wanted just a simple thought to set the day, to set the tone, you know, I mean... The days of our life bring about all kinds of different uh, uh, adventures and challenges. What do I want today to be about? I want it to be about the bottom line. I want it to be about the mission. I want it to be about the disciple. You understand what I'm saying? So here's what we're going to do. I've gone almost 22 minutes now. We've got about 8 more minutes to get to our 30 minute time when the the sermon, generally speaking, is about 30 minutes or so. I want you just to circle up with with the people that are around you. You say, well, how big should the group be? I don't know. How many people are sitting around you? Uh, You know, figure it out. If if you've got 30 people, everybody's not going to be able to talk. If you've got two, then it's it's not a group. So, you know, uh, <laughs> just get, form a group of people that are around you that you'd like to visit with and that you'd like to talk with and, and say, okay, I, you know, I think of the three, the one I want to go with is the mission. Or, or, or I want to go with the bottom line. Or, or I think the one that fits me the best is the disciple. And, and if you say, you know, none, none of those fit, then figure out your own. But, but let's share about this. And you say, well, I, you know, I'm not sure if I'm settled. Then say, I'm, I'm not sure if I'm settled. <laughs> but, but at least I'm favoring this one, you know. I think this one might happen uh, in my life uh, and, and help me. So you know what you need to do? Okay, ready, go. Six. 
five, four, three, two, one, zero! Your group is done! Let's have a great 2020! You are dismissed!